Welcome to the Rough Road Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Steele. Tonight, I have a very special guest with me. It's my daughter, Jillian Beatrice Steele. <laughs> she hates it when I call her Beatrice. That's my grandmother's name, so I get a pass to do that. Anyway, a little about her. She is 14. Yeah, I'm in ninth grade. Yeah. And you go to Heritage Academy. Yeah. And um, anything else special about you mm-hmm. that you want people to know? No? No. <laughs> she. I've known her since she was born. She's my daughter. And she's a real special girl. So um, today we are going to talk about when you cut your finger off in my door. Okay. My <laughs> fingertip. Yeah, your fingertip, right, on her on her left hand, the middle finger. So <clears throat> a little backstory on this is um, it happened on a Friday night. Um, that night, I had went out with some friends. We were going to go camping that night uh, out in the desert. It was in December. It was the day before my work Christmas party. Remember that? Yeah. And she was at home and my boys, uh, my oldest came with me and I went with one of my friends and his, his boys that were, um, older than my kids, well, older than my son. And we went out and we were camping, uh, just out, uh, down by Gold Canyon. Um, it's actually past Gold Canyon. It's, um, Queen Valley is what it's called in Arizona. Um, a lot of people go shooting there. We were going there. I brought a, a side-by-side, and we were going to go riding around that next day and then come back at some point <clears throat> when we were done. Uh, we got out there in, in the dark. We set up the tent. We you know, set up everything. Um, <clears throat> and then I turned my cell phone off because um, my battery was going to go dead if I didn't because it was a little chilly that night. Um, and I wanted to conserve the battery so I could have battery while we were riding around the T-Rex. Um, and apparently that night after I turned my phone off, my wife had tried to call me and it was, and I couldn't answer because it didn't, it didn't come through. So then that next morning or, you know, early in the morning, like five, six o'clock in the morning before the sun came up, I, I woke up. I opened my phone and I saw, I didn't, I didn't turn it off. I, I, um, I put it on vibrate is what I did. So I really wasn't doing it to conserve. I was just doing it so it wouldn't wake me up at night, I guess. That was really what it was. So I opened my phone up to look at it and I see that I had missed a bunch of calls from mom. And so why don't, I don't, I wasn't here for it. So I don't know exactly what happened. Why don't you, how old were you when it happened? I think I was 10, yeah. I just turned 10. Okay, so four years ago. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So we, I was gone, and then I see these, all these messages from my wife. I call her back, and she goes, oh, Jillian cut her finger off. We're at the hospital. Um, You know, you need to come home. So we basically just went and slept overnight in the desert and packed up and came home. (laughs) So it was amazing. So, but what actually happened? So, well, my grandma was over too. So she was over and uh, 
my not, mom not my mother mm. um, my wife's mother yeah then my grandma and my mom were in the kitchen and they were sitting there talking and me and my little brother we were playing with this big red ball and it had like spikes on it right? it has like little no it didn't have spikes it was just like a big red ball okay and we were playing kind of like soccer with it probably not the best idea but we were like kicking it back and forth and my mom and dad's room was like the goal and so we kept playing and I kicked the ball in there and my brother went back in there to get it and I was like oh I should trap him in there so that he can't come out so I closed the door and I just slammed it you didn't close the door you slammed the door I slammed the door and I cut my fingertip off in the door but you didn't know it at the time, did you? No, I just opened the door. It just hurt, right? It hurt. And did it hurt really bad or did it take a minute to hurt? Or what, what was that? Yeah, it just like kind of started throbbing a bit. Like it started hurting. Like you had slammed it in the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, I don't even remember who opened the door. I think it was... I think it was Nanny. No, no, I think it was Kedrick that opened the door because oh, okay. he was inside. So he opened the door and I ran over to the sink in the kitchen and it was bleeding by that it night. was bleeding really bad and i turned the water on and i put it under there and i just started screaming like my finger my finger and it just kept bleeding it was like gushing out blood right. and my, water, water always makes blood look worse than it actually is too yeah and my grandma and my mom sat there for a second and i'm like my finger like there's something wrong and they run over to me and my mom like takes my finger out from under the water and she looks at it and like her eyes get bigger and I'm like oh goodness and I, I just I'm keep crying and they go and like they get a towel and they wrap it up and like I put it above my head so that it won't throb or anything and did then they put, did they put pressure on it did they have you squeeze it or anything uh well my mom was just holding the towel okay, like so on my holding it. Okay. yeah and then I I think my mom called the ambulance. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they said, okay, we're on our way. And they were coming over. And then, so I sat down like in a chair and just like held it above my heart. And my grandma, would, they were everybody was just sitting around. We were waiting. They like cleaned up a little bit because the house was a bit dirty. And then the paramedics get there. And they look at my finger and they're like, where's the tip? And we're like. So you didn't know at that point that it was cut off? No. Like, no I did. think. I no think, one knew, right? Yeah. Until they said that. And then didn't Nanny go into the bedroom to find the tip? Yeah. So my little brother and Nanny went into my mom's, my mom and dad's room to look on the ground to f- try to find the tip of it. And my grandma finds it on the ground and comes out and she's holding it. And your fingernail was on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My so it was basically cut off at the first joint, correct? Almost the first joint. Yeah. Because, like, the nail was off of it, too. And my my grandma says, like, it was the size of, like, like an eraser on a pencil. It was, like, that big. And they, like, they give it to the paramedics. And the paramedics say, okay, like, can you go to the hospital? We're not going to take you in the ambulance. Like, you can just drive there. So they wrap it all up like super fancy and then they leave and then we call one of our good friends over and he gives me a blessing and then we go 
to the hospital. At Power and Broadway, yeah. Banner, Baywood or something like that. Yeah, we go to the hospital and I remember on the ride there, like, they're like, yeah, can you watch, like, can you watch Kedrick? That's my little brother. I'm like, can you watch him? Like, she cut her fingertip off. They're like, yeah, so I think my little brother spent the night at my cousin's house, I'm pretty sure, and we went to the hospital and they did like um they did like a surgery an that next morning yeah but they were like waiting to see if they should do if they should sew it back on or do an over the finger an like oh, skin graft yeah so I'll, I'll explain how that skin graft worked so then uh, they that's what do they an found out. x-ray they, they did the x-ray what they find out they found out i don't i think they just found out the tip was off well, know. your finger, your finger was. I don't think you broke your, your, Mm-mm. your uh, bone. I didn't break anything. It just like slid off the tip like a, like a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember the lady that was doing <clears throat> the X-ray. She took off the entire bandage, and she didn't know how to put the bandage back on or to wrap it up in general. So I was just sitting there with like my hand. Not even covered up at all. And I'm just like, I don't want to look at it. Please cover it Did up. Did it scare you seeing it that way? Um, I didn't look at it because I didn't want to. You didn't look at it at all? No, I didn't want to scare myself. Oh, wow. But the paramedics did say when they were at our house, you're more calm than we've seen a grown man who's gone through this. <laughs> so I was pretty calm. After I, after I like figured out that, after it happened, and I was like, not shocked anymore i calmed down i wasn't crying at all and then yeah so did you stay in the hospital that night then you stayed there all night uh, um so they because that was at like midnight or something wasn't wasn't it something like that it was pretty late it was like 10 o'clock when it happened yeah they took they took me in an ambulance to a different hospital yeah well the hospital that i met you guys at that next morning was i think banner baywood which is power and broadway they you didn't took, go to that one originally? Which one did you go to? I don't know. All I remember is that it was at night and we were in like, they took me in an ambulance to <laughs> a different hospital. Okay. And then I stayed the night at the other hospital. And I remember uh, the ride from the first hospital to the second one, they had the little pressure thing on my arm. Yeah, the blood pressure cuff. It would not stop. It just kept, it would get tight, then loose, then tight, Did then they loose. have it on the on the hand or the arm that you've cut your finger off or not? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. That's interesting. They typically don't do that. Well, no, wait. It might have... No, it might have been the other one. I don't know. So then you get there. That next morning, you... They go put you in for surgery. Oh, yeah. So they decide, like, the night before that they're going to do the over-the-finger graft or whatever. Right. The skin graft. The skin graft from yeah. your other finger, right. So, <clears throat> so I get to the hospital at, I don't know... 8 a.m. or 8.30 in the morning, and you're just coming out of surgery. You were just out. They just put brought you into the room. You weren't even awake yet. And then I remember that was the first time you'd ever went. Oh, I think it's the only time you ever went under, right? Mm, You've yeah. never been put out before besides that. Well, other than the other surgery. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Just because of this incident. Mm-hmm, yeah. You never had another injury. You need to be put out. So she's in the room. You're in the room. You are asleep and then the beast wakes up no that was the second surgery no it was the first one too oh. <laughs> the first one 
uh, you're pretty, pretty mean, didn't want to be there. Um, and so the way that the graft works, they, it was her middle finger and imagine having your pointer finger straight and they bend your middle finger and sew it between your first and your second joint. Well, they, they cut your finger open the, the finger they're going to attach it to, and then they sew your, her middle finger between the first and second joint where they made an incision in her finger so that skin could attach to the new finger because that's what they, they, she needed the skin. So she went in, they had to put her out, they did this. She comes out and her hands all bundled like, up like a boxing glove. It's like super big. It's like yeah, probably... Yeah, it's like almost up to her elbow. Yeah. And all the way past her fingers. And it's huge around her fingers because <clears throat> the middle finger is bent. Um, mm-hmm. Like you're trying to do a letter, like a letter B or something um, with your two fingers. Um and then she wakes up, she's not, not sign language B, but like as if you're making, trying to look like a B, see? Yeah. You see that? Okay. So she wakes up and she is in a mood, um, even though she got some amazing rest on, on the medicine. Um, <clears throat> so we're there, we were, I was probably there till, do you remember much? Being um, there, like coming out or at the anesthesia. I remember like getting into the car. That's okay. like all I remember. Okay, so that was hours later. Yeah. So I got there at like like say eight eight thirty ish, um, in the morning, and then you, I don't think we even got home until like one or two. Yeah, it was in the probably afternoon. around that time. It was it was a little ways, and by that time she was kind of calmed down. You know, it's out of her system, yeah. and and she was calm, um, and so. We kind of just had to wait. I don't remember how long we had to wait till you had the next surgery. I think it was like, I think it was like three weeks or at least two, probably three. Three or four weeks we had to go back and have the surgery. I remember we got in the car and like they put the tip like on ice so that, I don't know, so it wouldn't. It's so that if they have to use it, they can. Yeah, so... I remember getting in the car. I'm like, Mom, I want to see the tip of it. And my mom wouldn't let me see it because she didn't want to freak me out. But I saw the <laughs> tip and it was just like. Nasty. Yeah. It was <laughs> gross. Yeah. I think we kept it for a while, but I, I think it's thrown away now. Yeah, probably. So <clears throat> so that was on a Friday night. We have the part, my, my work party Saturday. And then Sunday. Um. Or Saturday night, my dad my dad was in town, uh, visiting uh, brother, and yeah. <laughs> he was staying in your room. Yeah, he's on, on the floor. Yeah, on the on floor a on a mattress on the floor. Um, and at like two thirty or three in the morning, my oldest son Christian comes running in my in my bedroom, and said, "Something's wrong with Grandpa. He just fell in the bathroom, and I'm scared to go in because I think he's dead." <laughs> And I said, okay, I'll get up. So I got up and ran in there and I opened the door and grandpa is not doing good. Um, he's kind of out of it. Uh, he's all drenched in sweat and he's showing the signs and he's he's kind of gray looking. His skin's kind of gray looking. Um, but he's kind of, he's there, but he's kind of loopy out of it. And... <clears throat> He's showing the signs of a heart attack. 
I'm not going to go into that story because I want to, I want to interview my dad about that stuff. But, um, he's showing these signs. Um, and <laughs> I'll just tell you a quick, funny story about that. So I go, dad, are, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, I'm fine. Just help me come lay down in here. I said, dad, I think you're having a heart attack. And he goes, that's fine. Just let me lay down and die. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I can't do that. You're in my daughter's room. She'll never sleep in a room again if you die in there. So I'm, you know, we need to do something. He's like, no, I'll be fine. I just need to rest from it. I said, okay. So I went and talked to my wife and she called 911. And so wouldn't you know it on, so the paramedics showed up Friday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then Saturday, well, Sunday morning early, um, the paramedics show up and it's the same paramedics. Yeah. And what do they say to you? Do you remember? They're like, Oh, how's your finger doing? I'm like, so they remembered it's good, you. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> we wait the two or three, four weeks, whatever it was. I don't remember to be exact, but, um, and then she has to go in and they have to, to do another surgery. They got to put her out. They have to do another surgery and detach your finger from your other finger. Yeah. And you had to be super careful during those two or three weeks or four mm-hmm. weeks or whatever even, to make sure that you didn't fall or move it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Even like after I got the surgery to like detach yep. it, I couldn't do anything. Right. But I remember like before when it was about time when they were, I was going to get the other surgery. I remember like I could move my fingers again, like in the little cast thing that they were in and like i could feel like i'm like is there super glue like i felt like there was super glue on my fingers like i don't know because i could move them around right and where they attach it between the first and second joints on the top of the finger so not on the side it's actually on the top because they wanted to graft skin on the tip of your finger yeah and so and it's kind of interesting that they that they did that i'd never seen that procedure done so we went to phoenix hospital in phoenix um, I don't remember what it was called. We had to go there early in yeah, the morning. Yeah, we went there super early. You're right. Yeah, it was super early in the morning. Uh, super early for you. Um, <clears throat> it was still dark outside. Right, but that's like early. 7 in the morning here in the winter. Oh. So it could have been. I think we had to be there at 6 a.m. So we had to get up at like 4. So we could get there at 6 because it's in like an hour drive. Yeah. Um, And so we get there. They take you back. Um, and it wasn't a very long surgery. It was like 20 or 30 minutes is all it was that you were gone. And we're waiting in the, we're waiting in the, in the recovery room for you to come back and you come back and everything's great. She's asleep. They got it detached. She said, it looks great. The skin looks awesome. Um, and then did they, at that time, did they take the skin off your wrist to put on your finger? To put on your your pointer finger? Yeah, because I only had two surgeries. Okay, so, I think so yeah, so, they yeah. so they they did a skin graft from her wrist and put in, in. and and the side of her hand, like if you're gonna karate chop something by your pinky, that mm-hmm. down on your hand. Um, they took skin from there and on your wrist, and they put it on your finger. Mm-hmm, on my pointer finger. On the finger. pointer finger, and then your middle finger, the skin from your pointer finger is on there now, right? Yeah. Um, and then and so she had you know two bandages, three bandages, one on her wrist, one on the side of her hand, four bandages, one on her pointer finger, and then one on your middle finger um, from where they did the surgery. Wasn't it a cast still or no? Yeah, but they, they still had to wrap it all up. 
because then we had to it wasn't a cast it was like just a like a wrapped up with like gauze it's like a gauze cast it wasn't a hard cast or anything like that so you come out of surgery you're asleep you look like an angel your eyes are closed and ever since she's been a little girl when her eyes are closed her eyelids make smiley faces her eyes like do a smiley face when they're closed and she comes out and both my wife and i are like oh wow she looks like a angel and then the beast showed up again when she woke up (laughs) and it was worse oh i remember part of it yeah yeah it was bad she was yelling at the nurses she had an IV in her arm. She was grabbing the IV, trying to rip it out. Well, she kept getting up, trying to walk out of there, and they hold had to on. tackle her. <laughs> so not tackle her. They had to they restrain her. They pushed me in the chair. Yeah, the because you nurse were trying. Nurse lady pushed me and made me start bleeding. <laughs> because you were trying to get away and rip stuff out of your arms and stuff. Well, I so there's they no asked ex- there's me, no excuse for well, it. Well, hold on. They asked. They asked me if. They asked me if I wanted the IV in, if they wanted me to put it, okay, wait. They asked me if I wanted the IV to be put in me before I was asleep or like right when they went into surgery. And I said, oh, let's just do it before surgery. And they tried like in, like by my elbow, but like. On the inside yeah. of your elbow, yeah. And they couldn't get one in, so they tried like on my wrist like on the inside of my wrist and they put the IV in there and then they take me back for the surgery and they start giving me like the medicine to make me go to sleep and all of a sudden there's like a huge pain right where the IV is and I start yelling like I remember yelling and then I was out but it hurt so bad I don't know what happened it was probably like the medicine it's going the medicine in me, right but it, it burns started hurting really bad mm-hmm. and then and when then I you woke, woke up, up and was, you were angrier than angry. You I were was like a hornet. so mad. She was like an Africanized bee chasing a person. That's and she was angry, angry, angry. So finally, they're like, "Get her out of here. <laughs> we don't want her in here anymore. She's scaring all the other patients." And she's ten, so it's not like she's an adult doing this. She's a kid doing it. And they're trying to calm her down. They can't. Finally, they're like, "We need to get this girl out of here." They discharge her real quick. We sign these papers and they shove us out the door and say, don't come back. Um, And then I had to go to work. My wife was taking you home. My wife was taking her home. And um, she goes to put her in the van and and you were hungry. You told mom you're hungry. I'm hungry. I want something to eat. And mom's like, okay, we'll get something. I'm not going to. And then you didn't want to get in the car. You started fighting her about getting the car and put you in the car. And then we had to do the child locks on the back because we had a minivan. We had to put the child locks on so you wouldn't open the door while she was driving. And then you screamed the whole way home at mom. (laughs) And then you got home and you were tired and you went to sleep. And then you woke up and you were fine. Yeah. It was pretty cool having it happen because, like, I got a bunch of presents. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was kind of like Christmas. I got a bunch of presents from, like, people... From like church and like yeah, yeah. I guess if you think that's worth it, uh, I wouldn't cut my finger off for that. But yeah, I wouldn't do it again. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. but you're looking at the bright side. That's good. Yeah. So then, um, 
you get done with that. And then how long did you have to let it heal before you started going to physical therapy? Because it, it, it was, was like, a while. It was like at least six or uh, seven weeks before since it happened, since the first surgery, before you started going. So like you didn't move your finger forever. Yeah. Because once, once you got your fingers out, they were still wrapped up. You still couldn't use them. You had to be super careful not to yeah. not to fall on them or do anything like that. Because if it gets bumped, if that finger gets bumped, it could kill the, the skin and it would be all for nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be bad. Even for like when I was in physical therapy, I would wear like this. I just had this little thing over my middle finger. It was and made out of like uh, plastic, like this special plastic that they would yeah. melt. And it, and that it was, was something like so little. And I still couldn't like do PE or anything at school. Yeah. I just had to sit there at recess and do nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I remember going to physical therapy with you a few times. And that was interesting. They would have you. What was your favorite physical therapy thing that they had you do? It's oh, probably the one that I, we that we made when you got home from doing it. Oh yeah, there's like this. You get beans in a in like a bucket and like then a you, Tupperware container or something. Yeah, and then you put like um, little toys in it, and you have to like either find the toys or you have to grab <clears throat> only with the hand that's hurt. You have to grab out, like yeah. you have to get a handful, grab it out. I did that for a while. There were some, uh, I hated doing them. You, they would rub Velcro on my fingers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it hurt so bad. <laughs> I hated that. That was like the worst thing. But then at the end of every time I went to physical therapy, they would like massage my fingers. Yeah. And that felt good. Yeah. Yeah. But you did some weird stuff like. Oh, yeah. Like moving like moving I did, certain things i also and, do like exercises right. on my fingers and then they had you get that special um oh the special the, like putty no and special lotion stuff that oh yeah which you still have um which is super good lotion but it's expensive um so yeah that was that was interesting going there so then um what did your friends think? Because I know you talked to your friends about it. Yeah. Were they like, oh, that's cool. Um, Guy stinks to cars or anything. Like no. Yeah. Well, I I don't even remember going to school until I was like better. Oh, like, you did. Did I? I? Yes. I don't really remember it. I just remember going back like the first day that I had the little blue thing on my yep. finger. And they could resize the blue one too. They'd put it in this yeah. little heater thing and it would just heat it up enough and they would mold it onto your finger as mm-hmm. your finger changed. Um, I went back and like I could take it off and a bunch of the kids wanted to see it. So I would like take it off and I could show them. And I remember like, especially this one girl, she's like, ew, that is gross. And I'm like, it's better than not having a fingertip. Like it's right. You need to stop touching that. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. But even now, like, I'll show my friends and they're like, what happened to you? I'm like, yeah, I cut my fingertip off. And then they're like, that's kind of weird. Like, it it <laughs> does look not normal, but I mean. Well, it looks it's, normal for how it is now. Yeah. But it doesn't look like your original finger. Oh, it's the new normal. Not at all. 
Mm-mm. Have you lost any mobility in your in it, any dexterity or anything in your finger, or can you pretty much do anything with it? No, I can do like anything with it, but like is not, it numb? Not all the feelings there still. Yeah. Like, like I'm touching my finger right now, and like I know I'm touching it, but I can't like feel it. Right. So like, some of the feelings it's pretty gone common. in it. Yeah, that's pretty common. And it was really interesting because the the tip that we found, it had the fingernail on it. Yeah. They didn't reattach that fingernail. The fingernail grew back. Yeah. That was kind of interesting. I love painting my nails, and so you I'm would like, paint the skin. I yeah. That. No, no, I'm <laughs> like, oh, I really, really want the nail to grow back. I don't want to not be able to paint it. And I had like half of my nail grown back and I painted it. I'm like, I have to. (laughs) Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. So, um, what did you learn? Not to slam doors. Even now I'm like very careful when I slam a door or even shut it because I don't want to hurt my finger again. Yeah. And let me tell you, our bedroom door is the lightest cheapest crappiest door ever yeah and it was still able to cut your finger off so yep (laughs) that's good so um i think that's about it is there anything else that you wanted to talk about no like how awesome your dad is or something like that no oh sure um (laughs) no yeah i think that's it that's it Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, when I was, I got a little story I'll tell you. I'll show you the scar. When I was a kid, not a kid, I was 21, and I was working at a pizza place, and I was cutting green peppers on the meat slicer, and it bit me on my finger. I hit the meat slicer with my finger, and it cut the side, I filleted the side of my finger from basically the first joint to the second joint. It's actually a little bit up from the first joint and then past the second joint. And it's the same way with the numb. It's been 20 years and I still don't have all the feeling back. I can take a needle and poke it until it bleeds and I can't feel it. Well, like I can like pinch it and like I could just feel that it Mm -hmm. kind of is tingly, but it's like kind of a weird feeling. But yeah, not all the feelings back. Mine doesn't feel tingly. It's just numb. If you go by the... The second joint, it's not numb, but down between the two joints, it's numb. That's where I can stick a needle in. Well, I mean, I got a cool story now That's to right. tell my kids everything. Yeah. yeah. And your future husband. Yeah. You can impress him with that. Oh, sure. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, I was, I was awesome. The paramedics said that I was a lot better than grown man that had yeah. problems. yep well thanks for uh coming on and talking about it tonight appreciate it being open about it and uh sharing your experience yeah it's kind of interesting to hear and kind of how you um how it happened and the things that you had to go through so appreciate you coming on yeah thanks for having me Mm -hmm. yeah i know that you've been wanting to do it for a long time just kidding oh sure she was she actually turned me down a couple times until I kind of forced her to do it tonight. So what? Yeah, you no, did. You were busy. You said you were busy. I was actually busy. <laughs> <laughs> she was busy, but I'm glad you came on. Um, 
I am going to be out of town next week. So there will not be a podcast up next week, but the week after that there will be. So, excuse me. So stay, stay tuned and um, come back and listen to some more episodes. Um, I appreciate uh, everyone tuning in. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye.